0: and 98.5 FM. The first hour of Sports Time is brought to you by Lexus of Memphis. Here are your hosts, Brett Stats-Norsworthy and Bryant Dakis.
1: Welcome in to Sports Time. Bryant and Brett with you on a Thursday afternoon. Also, I should say Johnny Hill with us as it's his first day Uh, in the producer's room, in the big chair, I guess you could call it, producing. Johnny, you, uh, you feeling comfortable over there? You feeling good? I'm feeling good, man. You I look feel good, good. You do look you do good. good. Great. You, you be confident. <laughs> I am. I'm confident. confidence with yeah. you. You look good. Now it's How do you feel about fun. us over here? You think yeah, we're okay? You. I think y'all look <laughs> <All> great, <laughs> right, man. Y'all well, look <laughs> okay, well, amazing. No, looks, we think you look good, you think we're doing Johnny, good. See, Johnny, we're faking. Oh, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> that's right. But no, we're glad to have Johnny on. He's we been sure with us for about a month now, three or four weeks now, training and learning, and now we're ready to go. Um, and kind of getting this thing back uh, back a little sense of normal to it um, after a lot of changes over the last couple of months. But no, we've got a great show. A lot to talk about today. A lot going on. Um, and Brett, you were at the game last night. I think it's where we need to start the Grizzlies in action last night against the Miami Heat, a Miami Heat team that has struggled at times this year and has really struggled on the road. And um, the Grizzlies, they made it close late, but it, it really never seemed like they were going to be able to take that one last
2: Now night. that corner three by the UCLA rookie really mm, ended it.
1: Yeah, Jamey
2: uh, and, yeah. and good player. Oh, yeah. He'll, he'll end up playing for everybody. in in his nba career but he 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 has a role there and they did they 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 pulled it out by six to drop the grizzlies to one and seven and it it was grizzly G R I S -S L Y, and it has been and it 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 is at home it's in has been on the road it has been for the start of this season and i'm braced for this Mm -hmm. now it is a completely different complexion to the year than the hope we had going into opening night. A a lot changed. Now, do get a big, big piece
3: Mm
2: -hmm. in in 17 games back. Absolutely. Got 17 more without John Morant, and he he will be back. There are brighter spots. Mm -hmm. There aren't many. Right now, except for, I think, Jerry Jackson on offense, Mm -hmm. except for last night, Desmond Bain, it's hard to find many strong suits to this team right now.
1: Yeah, there there are, and, and I think uh, I've seen on uh, on social media, on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. It seems like people are starting to get a little tired of the injury excuse. But I mean, it's a it's a real one. I mean, John Morant is out, and so now you're having to rely on Marcus Smart, Derrick Rose also out. So uh, Jacob Gilliard, how many point? How many minutes did Jacob Gilliard get last night? You're, you're having to get. 15 minutes from Jacob Gilliard on a nightly basis. You had him factored in for none. Nobody had that plan. I mean, he should be down. I saw the opening roster, um, for the, for the hustle was, was put out today. He should be down there, getting reps there. And, and I like Jacob Gilliard, but, um, you know, I don't think anybody factored. I like him in Dosota County. Yes. I don't think anybody factored 15 minutes in November for him. Um, and and then you go down that list. I mean, Bismack Biombo, I I think is playing a, a good role. I mean, nine points and 10 rebounds last night, but you thought you were going to have Steven Adams there. Um, um, and really, even go, going further than Stephen Adams, you thought you would. I mean, we knew you weren't going to have uh, 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 Brandon Clark, but you wish you could have him. Um, you thought you would have Xavier Tillman. Now he's injured. So I mean, there's so many injuries going on right now that it's just so hard to get any anything really going with this team.
2: And it was it was rough to watch what 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 was done last night defensively yeah. by Jimmy oh, yeah. Butler to Desmond Bain was very sobering.
1: Yeah, it, it wasn't. It really seems a straight like, jacket. Yeah, it was, and, and it seemed like handcuffed. Yeah, and it seemed like the Grizzlies just on their defensive end. Just couldn't get a stop. It seemed like they would have these kind of small runs, maybe get something going. I, I, think back to, uh, I guess early in the first half when Luke Kennard checked in and nine quick points, I think 12 quick points. Um, but they couldn't get a stop on the other end. It would seem like they would come down, hit back to back threes. You're thinking, okay, we've got something going, but Miami would go right back the other way and, uh, and extend that lead. I mean, you look at, at what they shot and I know they shot the ball really well from three early, but 45, 0.5% from the field for the entire game for the Heat and nearly 40% from 3, 11 for 28 um for the for the Heat and, and it's just hard to beat teams that are shooting like that and I think, you know, earlier and I'm I'm curious um you know, we're going to talk to Keith Smith later um today in the show and I'm curious to get his thoughts on this, but it seems like those first couple of games of the season we were talking about other teams are having great shooting performances against the Grizzlies, but maybe it's just an early season, and teams are just having uh, great nights. But it's starting to seem like every team is having a great shooting night against the Grizzlies. A lot of great nights, isn't it? A lot it? of great nights. It's really starting to
2: add up. The Grizzlies at home tomorrow night against Utah, and you know the season's not over no. by any means, but this is a rough, rough, rough start. You want to play some Blind Resume? Please. I don't know what inspired me to do this late last <laughs> night after I got home, wow, but I late did late last night. Okay. Mm-hmm. Late last night. Five years, eight games. Let's compare. Okay. Number of games played for player
1: A. Oh, jeez. I was thinking team resume. We're going player resume. love it. 275. Okay.
2: Number of games played for player B, 378. Huh. Okay. Points for player A, 4570. Huh. Points for player B, 7,002. Okay, rebounds for player A: two hundred seventy-five games, forty-five seventy points, fifteen thirty-three. Okay, rebounds, rebounds for player B: thirty-one seventy-three.
1: Hmm, who am I comparing? Are you comparing one of the second one is Jaron? Is he player A? Player A is Jaron. Player, yes.
2: player A is Jaron. Player B that wins every. Everything in the exact same number of years in games is. I have no idea. Pal Gasol, <laughs> really? Wow. Would the stereotype be Pal that much better?
1: Yeah, yeah, I would think so. Yeah, through five years. In, I think. I mean, I think you think it would have been. Well, I think. I think if you just go and ask somebody off the street, you know, who, now he's in the Hall of Fame, but sure. we didn't know he was going in after five right. years. 378 games, Yeah, maybe not after five years.
2: 7,000 points to 4,500. That's crazy. 3,100 rebounds to 1,500. That's crazy. He's not just better. It's not even close. Yeah. I don't know that's the feeling with Mm -mm. hashtag
1: GrizzFam. No, I don't think so. I don't think so at
2: because all. Because anything that happened to this franchise mm-hmm. before the Whiz Kids arrived really didn't happen, except for the the yes. Core Four.
1: Yes. So yeah. yeah Speaking right of that. the Core Four, okay.
2: Isn't it over now? And can't everyone admit? I don't think you have to admit a wrong choice was made. Okay. I think the choice at the time was right. I can still defend it. But Kyle Lowry's just
1: better than Mike well, Conley. Yeah, no, that's true. How much um, more do we got to see? That's true. I do like Kyle Lowry. Um, yeah, but I mean, that's just so hard. Those core four teams, I mean, with I don't think you're going to get anybody on your side on that one, just because of it's the core four and, and those memories and kind of being that first team to crack. I don't and, think I'll get anybody on my side either, Bryant. But yet, when I try to defend
2: uh-huh. Lionel Hollins, right. Chris Wallace... Th- those years, they get oh, no yeah. credit. No, no, it yeah. was just on the court. Uh-huh. It was just Tony, Zebo, right. Mark, and Mike. They turned it around. And now the whiz kids mm-hmm. that can't
1: can't rack up enough mistakes. Right. Huh. I mean, LaRavia to the G League. Mm-hmm. Didn't see that coming. A first-round pick. The first-round pick. Now, you had two first-round picks, him and David Roddy, and you picked LaRavia before you picked David Roddy. And and Roddy looks like th-
2: there might be something there. Sure, but it really looks
1: better compared to LaRavia. R- La Certainly, I mean a lot looks better
2: than Luravia. I mean, if, if he right was now. in and of himself stand alone, how much gr- how much better yeah. would that look? Yeah. A- and this one, so to keep Bismack Biyombo when John ja Morant comes back, they're gonna mm-hmm. have to let somebody go. Got right? to, got to, yeah, because it'd be over. Would the Would the Whiz Kids ever admit it and cut loose of Zaire?
1: Hmm. Their biggest personnel failure. He was he was not good last night. Um, he's, he hadn't, been, he hadn't good, been good,
2: and he's had every opportunity to be good. Yeah. There, there's no way if he would just, I, I don't even know what the term is in the <laughs> NBA, designate, well, baseball is designated yeah. for, what? what is yeah, I think cut, it? Would, yeah, just I cut? Just
1: cut? Cut, Okay, yeah, you're I mean, cut. You're, not, you're fired. We don't have any minor league system to w- send them to. W-
2: whatever it is, you're done. Yeah. There's no way he could go out there and go. Hey, I was mistreated.
1: I didn't get a right sh- the, the right shot, did I? I don't think so. I, I think you he could make a case that he hasn't been healthy since, but that's not I mean, that's not anybody's fault. Um, but I think he can make that case. I don't know. I mean, he, he hasn't. How long does he need to get well? That's a good point. And and I, I've been a little disappointed. I mean, I think. Defensively, he does some things that I like, but offensively, he's giving you nothing. I've seen a lot of people point this Damn out. Tiger Woods had a leg oh, yeah. almost well, torn off and a, got back That's a, that's, a, that's a, very fair. Um, you know, I've, I've been seeing people saying this on, on social media and, and I've, uh, I've, you know, read some, I think maybe DeMichael maybe might have pointed it out in one of his stories, uh, that Zaire, With all of this talk, the offseason, he's better, he's better, he's looking better preseason, he looked good. Um, He he gets out there offensively, specifically, and he doesn't really kind of force the issue. He's never super aggressive on the offensive end. It just seems like he's just out there. What did he finish with last night? Uh, Two points. Had the the donk. That was it. it. One for nine from the field, 0 for five from three, grabbed two rebounds, had two steals, um, which I mean, two steals is is, is good, um, and and one turnover uh, and two fouls. So really nothing at all last night from Zaire. So I mean, maybe they they've got to do something. They've got to make a move. But I think the biggest thing that I take away from these games is back to Jake LaRavia. And last night, he's on the bench. They called him back up last night before the game. Uh, same with Gigi Jackson and Vince Williams. And we talk all the time about injuries. You're kind of limited on guys. There's injuries, yada, yada, yada. And Jake LaRavia has either not played, he didn't play last night, or he'll get six to nine minutes a game. I mean, Just they don't, don't have yeah. any... any Faith in him. They don't have any confidence in him right now, and so I mean that that doesn't make you feel good. When he was a first round draft pick, and I remember after that draft going, you know, when everyone was saying, "Oh, the three point shooting's there. He's a you know he's just going to be a knockdown three point shooter." And I was I remember watching Wake Forest, and I never really said this guy jumps out at me. And I remember going back and, and watching his film. I did not remember and going. I don't remember what, what's he shooting uh, for three. 16.7 percent from three, career 31.3 percent from three. So this knockdown three point shooter hasn't shown it mm. through a year and five or six games. So it's um, you know that's that's who I would maybe look to um, as maybe somebody that they cut um, instead of maybe Zaire. But I just haven't been excited about Laravia um, because he just hadn't shown anything. But let me set up today's show before we get to top and not top story of the day. Uh, 3.30, Bill Bender from the Sporting News will join us to talk college football. A lot to get to with him as it should be a really fun weekend um, of football in college football. 3.45, um, we'll, we'll talk a, a lot more football uh, and basketball, things like that. We'll also um, talk with uh, Sissy's Log Cabin, Lamar McCubbin um, about everything they've got going on over at Sissy's Log Cabin. 4 o'clock, Greg Gaston will join us to talk Tigers. A lot to get to with Greg after uh, another weekend of uh, football but also basketball he was on the call for that game and then tomorrow night the big game against missouri um a lot to get to speaking greg. of both both greg and
2: lamar mccubbin from sissy's log cabin we're getting ready to get from sissy's tickets to give away to mm. tigers and to grizzlies okay and i don't mean just any old tickets i mean primo really including the 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 seats on the on the wood oh, for Grizzlies games feet
1: on the floor you
2: got it wow. and, and and great tickets for Tiger games and access to the Sissy's log cabin lounge so wow and that, and, and that that will start soon and that will span every show so wow.
1: But, Stay tuned. Stay tuned. I mean, that's incredible. Yes, definitely stay you'll be, tuned. You'll
2: be over there, but where Greg
1: does the guests. Yes, yes. you'll he, be. You don't, don't need to yet. watch ESPN Plus. You'll be able to hear him from right. your seat on, on the call. So uh, definitely tune. In. I'm sure we'll talk to uh, Lamar about that uh, at 3:45. Like I said, uh, four o'clock we'll talk to Greg Gaston. 4:30 we got to talk about this Thursday night football do, do, do game. Do we? We've got to, Brett. Um, we we are forced to. It's a Thursday night football game, so I think legally we're um, forced to talk about every primetime and 30 game. seconds on it, and then uh-huh. straight in.
2: NFL talk? Probably. That's
1: probably more like it. Um, but we'll talk some NFL at 4.30 and tonight's game between uh, the Panthers and the Bears. 4.45, we'll get to the big number of the day. 5 o'clock, Keith Smith. Uh, from Track and the front office show will join us to talk the NBA. 5.30, we'll get to what's trending. And at 5.45, we'll wrap up today's show, like we always do, with Taco Bell. Crunch time. Brett, I do, before we uh, get to top and not top story, um, we did have a text message on uh, this conversation about who to cut. Would it be Zaire? Maybe Jake LaRavia. Who would it be? Um, and we had a texter saying, I'm not getting rid of a 22-year-old with talent. His mind is his issue, and that changes with age, I agree. But you got to get rid of somebody, and it seems like the most, you know, the guys that are you're going to get rid of are the younger guys. One of the young guys is probably going to have to go. I know a lot of people have said maybe you get rid of of Gilliard or or Kenny Lofton. Somebody's going to have to go, and it's probably going to be a young guy. But I keep waiting. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I'm kind of. On on Zaire, I I have been for a while But let me remind you, we're sitting in our family leisure studios Where family and fun come together The Overstock Sale, Family Leisure needs your help to clear out their overstock inventory Select patio sets up to 50% off Play gyms under $2,000 Extended sale pricing on all in-stock hot tubs and swim spas And their winter pool closing items are now up to 30% off Pool tables and game room items up to $700 off their in-stock items. Family Leisure also has saunas, massage chairs, arcades, and theater seating, all with free delivery and the special financing. It's still available, but only at Family Leisure, 2120 Witten Road, just north of I-40.
2: He's Brian. I'm Brett, our producer, Johnny Hill. We want you to join us. We're here until 6 o'clock. We're sports time, and our number is 901-360-8255. This hour of our show brought to you every day by Lexus of Memphis at 2600 Ridgeway and online at lexusofmemphis.com. Great offers on the remaining 2023 models, but the 24s are taking over and they always have special leasing options. The one and only Lexus dealership in town, call them at 901-334-9673, driving luxury and competence knowing that every new Lexus comes with complimentary First and Second Maintenance Services. Stop by today at Lexus of Memphis at 2600 Ridgeway and put yourself in the driver's seat of the all-new 23 or 24 flagship LS500, and you'll be looking, you'll be driving in style. When you purchase a Lexus, you get top-of-the-line engineering and design, and they make for the luxury driving experience. Online at LexusofMemphis.com. Experience amazing.
1: Experience amazing at Lexus of Memphis.
0: Top story of the day. Well,
1: my top story of the day is that Grizzlies lost last night against the Miami Heat. A one hundred eight to one hundred two loss against the Memphis Grizzlies, and it's another loss, a, a home loss for them, um, and makes them one in seven on the year. I really thought, you know, I really had some hope that this could be the time that they. You know, get over that hump. We saw them get over that hump against Portland. I thought this could be the opportunity to get a win at home. We've seen Miami struggle on the road. They're just coming off a win over the Lakers, and I felt good about it. But after tip-off, I kind of lost a lot of that uh, excitement for it. Miami uh, started the game really hot. It's what we've seen game-game. After game this season. I'm starting to think, Brett, it's not just every single team is having the nights of their life. It's this defense. They're, they're rotating too much at and not closing on out on, on, yeah, on, they're not closing out on shooters. We, we get to this where teams are swinging the ball around and, and, and the Grizzlies defense is over committing to one player, leaving somebody open for a shot. And so, I mean, 39.3% from three last night from the heat. And when you look at, at what Kyle Lowry did, you point him out 17 points, but four for seven. From three, you had Duncan Robinson come off the bench and knock down a pair of threes. Tommy Hawkes got in the mix with a three, so I think that's one of the biggest things because you look on the other side of the Grizzlies, 29.7% from three. They really don't have three-point shooters on this team. And like you mentioned, Desmond Bain couldn't get really anything going last night. And outside of him, who are you going to? Desmond Bain was two for eight from three. The only other starter to make a three-pointer was Jaron Jackson, who was two for eight from three. Brett, two for eight both of those guys last night in the starting lives Off the bench, you did get, I think, a good performance, a good shooting night from Luke Kennard, who went three for six from three. And Jacob Gilliard added a pair, but there's just not many shooters right now with all of these injuries. It sure is My top story, we've not had any upsets in
2: college football in a very predictable year for college football. And it's been the one of the most predictable ones in almost 30 years, back to the 1994 season with this few of ranked teams being defeated. Where are the upsets this Saturday? Are there any? Do you trust do you trust James Franklin and Penn State to really do it at home uh, uh, against uh, Michigan? Kentucky, they've defeated Alabama two times ever. They're going to make it three on, on Saturday. The U over FSU, the U still believing th- they're back. Th- hmm. they're, they're not. Utah at uh, Washington, uh, that shaky quarterback play uh, on the road for Utah. One in, Ole Miss, 1-15, all-time against number one in the AP. That's what they faced Saturday in, in Athens. TCU over Texas, TCU, TCU's year was last year. Yeah. Uh, USC over Oregon, Caleb Williams' year was last year. We got seven kind of real chances. Will one or two even
1: happen?
0: We'll see. Not top story of the day.
2: Well,
1: my not top story of the day is right there with college football. The weekend is almost here. We do have uh, number 11th Louisville taking on Virginia tonight um, on ESPN. But really, how did Virginia beat North Carolina. Uh, that's a great question, I, I, Brett. I could have asked you that question every week this this season. Is how Virginia? You tell me before that game started that Virginia is going to beat North Carolina. I said there's no chance. There's no chance. They've just been really, really bad this season, and it shows Vegas. Uh Louisville, twenty and a half point favorite in that game. But uh no, it should be a really fun weekend of football here locally, the Tigers, um, over in Charlotte and and a big game for them because I think um this is a game where you don't want to get caught looking ahead. We know how big that SMU game is, uh the week after uh, you know. SMU is a team that right now is in front of you in the conference standings. We know what winning out would do for this Tigers team, but you got to beat Charlotte. The Charlotte team, I've watched a lot of them this year, but they are not very good. They have a lot of growing to do and a fairly young uh, team. I think they've only been in FBS for around 10 years or so. Brand new coach, a ton of transfers on that team, and and they just have struggled this season. But you can't look past them. That's where they're going to get you. So the Tigers have to be focused on Saturday to get that Win against Charlotte, maybe run away with a win against Charlotte before coming back home and trying to get that big win against SMU.
2: My not top story—it's the Grizzlies, and that's why I have it as not. You added as top. I'm, I'm gonna try to remain calm. That was yeah. a little jolting yeah. last night. This Grizzly start is almost as shocking as it is bad, mm-hmm. and it's really bad. There right now, there aren't many strengths to this team. There's a few spots. Jaron's mm-hmm. offense, but that Philippines defense continues. Yep. Desmond Bain uh offense until last night when Jimmy Butler just had him handcuffed, put him in a straight jacket, and then there's Zaire Williams. The the biggest personnel miss so far for this WizKid Kid front office. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's uh last but night's performance was really bad. Th- the chance they took
2: on Justice Winslow <laughs> it pales in comparison yeah. to
1: Zaire, and, mm. and maybe LaRavia Roddy. La Ravia. Yeah, well, especially LaRavia. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's really troubling to see that uh, he's not getting really any playing time right now, especially with all of the injuries. Well, that'll do it for top and not top story of the day.
2: Yeah, it, it will. And, and we're going to we're gonna talk a, a lot of Tigers today. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow night, I saw our friend Blake Lovell yeah. that will join us after we get to the new Calvin mm-hmm. year on college basketball. And I don't think many lines are out, but he yeah. had it. Maybe from DraftKings, okay. M- Missouri Tigers minus two over Memphis well, Tigers.
1: Well, Brett, let's just take a look and see what it's at right now. Let's see. I didn't know they put them you out this early. M-P-H-I-S. Well, I think for the bigger games, they put them out. I'm sure, like, uh, Arizona Duke's probably already out, those sort of things. Uh, yeah, right now, Missouri, a two point favorite over the Memphis Tigers. That's that totally pick them, isn't it? Yeah. H- home court, yeah. Two, I guess. Page, two or three points, yeah. Uh, that total sitting about 161. The total for the last game for the Tigers was about 140, and they blew that out of the water. What I- did you think it would be? I thought it was going to be like
2: Mizzou, four and a half, five,
1: six. I thought it was going to be a little bigger, um, obviously, with what Missouri did last year. I think uh, they ran away in that first game against uh UAPB. Arkansas Pine mm-hmm. Bluff. Yeah, um, So I thought it was going to be a little bit higher, but uh, I'm not super surprised that it's close with what Memphis brings, what Memphis did in that first game, putting up 90-some-odd points. So I think that's a good line. I'm looking at Arizona Duke right now. Duke, a five-point favorite. At home against Arizona. Okay, I I don't I don't see that that many spreads out. I see a lot
2: for tonight in selected mm-hmm. games yeah. into tomorrow and even a couple for Saturday. A couple, oh, wow. but I I didn't see that for the Tigers tonight in the American. Good game, Western Kentucky and Wichita State. It's a really good game,
1: really good game. One that I've circled to uh, to watch tonight. So I'm excited about. that. All right, one. Western Kentucky, all time true or false? They've been to a Final Four all
2: time. True, very true. Let's go. Yeah. Very good. I love that. Very good. All right, well, well, you knew Wichita State.
1: <laughs> yeah, I knew that. But, now Western Kentucky, that's, uh, that's an interesting one. But let's go ahead and get to a break. When we come back, we'll talk college football with Bill Bender. Be sure to follow us
0: at Sports56WHBQ on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to watch live video of our shows. Stay up to date with station events and have chances to win prizes. Don't miss out on anything that's going on. Follow us at Sports56WHBQ. Joining Brian and Brett now on Sports Time is Bill Bender, National College football writer for the Sporting News and on Twitter, X, at Bill Bender. Here's Bill with Brian and Brett.
1: Welcome back into Sports Time Brighton Brett with you in our Family Leisure Studios and joining us now to talk college football from the Sporting News Bill Bender joins us now. Bill, thanks so much for joining us and uh I want to start with Michigan today, but we I don't got to Bill. Well, well, I want to talk about the game okay, first and then we can get into everything and, else. And Bill's
2: on alert if, and yes. Bill, if, if breaking news necessitates and you've got to go right, you just you just pull the plug, uh-huh. okay?
4: Well, I'll start there. I don't think we're going to get it today. Okay. Um, not to since this is our fourth week of Michigan, <laughs> and we have to. I get it, yeah. but I think what I think you know, according to the reports, they're punting this till next week, and you know, I it's pretty simple. I think the Big Ten overreached a little bit and
2: mm-hmm. I do too. Can
4: threaten them, and they they're going to let it play out on the field, and now you're seeing not a complete shift in the narrative because if Michigan did things wrong, they should be punished. But what that punishment is, I don't think is going to be as serious as people. It's not whatever Tony Petiti does isn't going to make everybody happy. At the end of the day, outside of Connor Stallions allegedly being on the Central Michigan sideline, Mm -hmm. given all the back and forth and tattling going on in the (laughs) Big Ten classroom right now, I don't think much is going to happen.
1: Well, I like I like the tattling part because I mean now Michigan's sitting in letters saying, "Well, they're doing it too. We're not the only ones sign stealing. Everyone else is doing it in the conference." It's
4: not the best defense, but it, it <laughs> might be the best defense. Really, might because work. if that you start to get into some weird. I made the analogy with my boss today. I said, you know, college football is a little bit like, you know, for those of us that watch Deadwood or Tombstone mm-hmm. or those kind of things. Yeah. The sheriff isn't Wyatt Earp, I'll put it to you that way, <laughs> yeah. and they let they let them run around and do what they're going to do. But it, it it's, it's very much like that. So, I mean, I'm not saying Jim Harbaugh might not get in trouble or suspended or this is going away, but in terms of this week. I mean, they're running out of time. They play Penn mm-hmm. State on
1: Saturday. Yeah, and early on Saturday, 11 a.m. Uh, our time on Saturday. And what do you make of this game at Beaver Stadium, Michigan traveling to Penn State? I'm really excited um, to start the day with this game, quite frankly. But uh, how do you see this game going? Well,
3: I mean,
4: it's a huge game for for Penn State, obviously, big spot for them. They've had some fun with the sign stealing. You all saw the Manny Diaz tweet today. but <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of a little bit. Be careful what you wish for because it's a very good Michigan team coming in there that's won all their games by five touchdowns. One thing to watch, and James Franklin touched on it, they've got to get Michigan behind six. Michigan mm-hmm. hasn't been uncomfortable. Their running game hasn't exactly been dominant, but they've been. They've been comfortable in every game. They've not been in push. And for Penn State, it's a chance to bounce back after what was kind of a woeful performance uh, on third down against Ohio State. They need big plays, and I don't know where those big plays are going to come from against the Michigan defense that has a ton of NFL talent on that side of the ball.
2: Bill, never mind Tuesday night's CFP poll, never mind the AP poll. Just in Bill Bender's opinion, who do you think are the top two teams right now in college football?
4: Georgia and Michigan. I'm with you. I mean, Ohio State has the best resume, though. So I give credit for your work, right? Like, Ohio State beat Notre Dame, Penn State. Um, I think Michigan has the most talent. I think they've... We can say they haven't played anybody, and that's fine, but you can only play the names on your schedule. And they've
1: demolished
4: demolished everybody. And and Georgia, starting to find a rhythm, we were all like, well, what are they going to look like without Brock Bowers? Well, they look pretty good. I mean, this weekend... They'll be fine. I mean, this weekend's going to be an interesting test, though, because I don't think they've they've had bad half against South Carolina, bad half against Auburn, and and it was tied last week. They they can't have a bad half against Ole Miss. They could run into more trouble because of that running game the Rebels have
2: and I think it will be the Ole Miss offensive game plan. Everybody's thinking kitchen sink, double passes, Mm -hmm. guard arounds, fumble Ruski, a bag of tricks, chicanery from Lane Kiffin. No, I think it's going to be tailback, tight end offense, and then when that starts working, you start hitting those three receivers. I think the key thing, if Quinshawn Judkins goes for 80 or less, Ole Miss doesn't have a chance. If he gets around 100 it, there's a chance if he gets to 120, 140, 150, Ole Miss wins the game. Bill, let's play a a, a, a little kid game. If hmm. if it's a little kid word, if mm-hmm. Ole Miss were to win, would they be ranked ahead of Georgia next Tuesday night in the CFP? Maybe they'd
4: be close because the I think they would clump Georgia, Alabama, and Ole Miss all together, and it would give them an excuse to keep Ole Miss behind georgia but it would be close i think uh you're looking at four uh five undefeated they'd probably be six seven eight yeah Cause that mean, penn state would lose texas well texas would be in there too texas, and they, and texas yeah. has
2: to stay ahead of bama mm-hmm. bama they have to stay ahead of ole miss right georgia might
4: stay ahead of texas somehow though like in a weird way gotcha. they may do it that way and I mean, that's an interesting question, because I got asked the Big Penn side of that today. It's like, Penn State beats Michigan. Where are they going to fall? And I was like, it would probably bump Penn State up to about six, because they lost to Ohio State. They'd probably bump Michigan down in that Texas range, you know, depending on what the score is. So, there, there is the potential for a one-loss pileup. There, there could be quite a traffic jam as we get down the stretch.
1: Yeah, it really could be. We're talking college football with Bill Bender from the Sporting News and uh, staying on the SEC after talking about uh, Georgia and Ole Miss. Uh, another big game this weekend, Tennessee and Missouri in Mizzou. Uh, what do you think about this one? I, I know Luther Burden, uh, kind of questionable on if he'll play or not in this game on Saturday. Do you think uh, Missouri can can beat the Volunteers at home?
4: Well, they're going to need him if they're going to do that. I mean, Tennessee and Joe Milton played a lot better. In recent weeks, he uh, definitely. I think he has no interceptions. Their last three games played well against uh, Alabama, even though they lost. So, in the last two years, Tennessee dropped sixty plus on Missouri. So, I think for Missouri, it's slowing the game down a little bit and the traitor, uh, not turning the ball over. Luther Burden would be a huge loss in this game, though, yeah. because he's the guy that you got to account for him in the passing game that makes everything else around him go.
2: Bill, do you think this publicity this... And and really, some of the bloodlust out there in the media. Do do you think it would it will cost J.J. McCarthy Heisman Boats, if they went undefeated, and and he put on a show against Ohio State at the mm-hmm. Big House Thanksgiving weekend? I, I think he's the leader. Would be, do you do you think there are people small enough to hold that against him?
4: Well, I saw a, a column from Greg Doyle at the Indy store, Star this weekend and. He said he Jim J. McCarthy wouldn't have his vote. That's Greg's opinion, though, and he's entitled to that. He's a voter. Me, person, and I'm not gonna, you know, begrudge him for that. I I know my own opinion would be it's not gonna affect my vote. I mean, he's in my top five right now, with along with Harrison and Penix and Bonix and Oh, Ollie Gordon. He's the guy that's moving up. The Oklahoma State running back. Running backs are still allowed to win the Heisman, right? He's the <laughs> one that's doing really well.
1: Hard to tell. It really is. Uh, for, uh, recent years uh, going out uh, to the Pac-12. Bill uh, USC fired defensive coordinator Alex Grinch uh, over the weekend after a, another loss to to Washington over the weekend, where they gave up 52 points. I mean, what do you make of this season for USC? I know coming in, everyone had high hopes with Caleb Williams, but another loss. I know Washington's a really really good team, but this defense yet again this season just has not been good.
4: No, and it cost them. You know, last week. I mean, yeah. Caleb Williams can only do so much. That offense can only do so much. Obviously, firing Alex Grinch was a staff. I think it's just a fundamental program thing. If they're going to have to reevaluate some of the fundamentals of that program, especially on the defensive side of the ball, you should have enough talent on defense to get some stops. Oh, yeah. and, and do those kind of things. But this is not a new lincoln rally problem. This has been going on for a long time. <laughs>
2: H-A. Are are you on it all upset alert in the top twenty five this week? Because it's been a year really devoid of it. And I went through. I mean, there there's some nice potential, but you know, Ole Miss double digit underdog, mm-hmm. Texas double digit favorite, uh, uh, Oregon fifteen point favorite, uh, Michigan a favorite on the road. I mean, it, it, where's our spot if we get them? And 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 I, I just don't see any way there's a rash of them. Penn
4: State could win. You know, I think they could win at home. It's a tough place to play. I think Washington should be careful with Utah. Utah's mm-hmm. got nothing to lose still in that. Day. I know it's Utah on the road. Um those are the two that stick out. I do think Penn State's got a decent chance with what they, you know, the home environment. Michigan, I don't, I, I don't have a good read on that game and I normally have a pretty good read on Michigan and Penn State. Um that tells me it'll probably be a one score game
2: either way. How trappy of a trap game is it for Bama at Lexington?
4: Could be. It depends on what they make of it. I think that if Devin, Leary, Devin Leary's been better the mm-hmm. last couple of weeks, but he's had a couple plunkers where he hasn't completed 50% of his pack. So if he can't have any efficiency against that Alabama defense, I do think Alabama's the dangerous team because they've caught on at the right time. They have found what they needed out of Jalen Mill the defense is nasty. Um, answer the bell against LSU. A lot of people were picking LSU last week. Um, actually, that's when I got right. So I think Alabama is a team to watch as they continue to build momentum toward maybe getting another swing at Georgia.
1: Uh, Bill, I, I got to ask you about this total for Rutgers in, in Iowa, twenty-eight and a half, right now. And I think Brett, you were telling me earlier, a lot of people going in on on the under, right?
2: I, I read, I read a story where it's being heavily wow. bet.
1: Wow. I mean, Bill, why should I not bet the under, or should I bet the under this weekend for for Rutgers? Three in, uh, to nothing. In Iowa? I'm calling. It. I would love that.
4: Oh, I mean, it's just ugly. <laughs> Big, Big Ten West football is ugly, but it's, ugly can be beautiful, I suppose. Uh, the Sickos Committee tweet of the silent film of the Northwestern Iowa game was some of the best.
2: <laughs> it really was. social
4: media material really I've ever seen. Um, so yeah, I look at very easily win the Big Ten West and they continue to roll and they're using Cooper DeGene in, in some uh, creative ways. So uh, yeah, those Hawkeyes was pretty good. Yeah, and, are. and
2: Bill, you're right. Ugly can be beautiful, and past that, we know it can be successful. Mm-hmm. If I will win Saturday. It's eight and two. I thought they got robbed in the the bad call oh, yeah, uh, of the Minnesota game. Mm-hmm. They, they got hammered in the in the other loss, but eight, eight and two. I mean, how how upset can your fan base be?
4: oh I mean it's a good team. It, I mean you got to – Kirk Ferentz. It's not a good offense, but I mean eight and two. You can't say they're not a good team. They they're going to get to nine wins probably. They very good chance to get to Indianapolis. They'll probably get beat in that <laughs> event, which. That's part of the game, yeah. um, but parents uh, has a habit of doing that. And when he leaves, I think there's going to be a little bit of okay. They, they need to change all these things, but Iowa isn't a four and five star destination place, no. and they've recruit, they've developed and trained and, and made opportunities for a lot of NFL players.
1: That's right. Yeah, they particularly really
4: at the have... tight end position.
1: Oh yeah. Absolutely, just (laughs) constantly putting guys into the NFL tied in. But, Bill, thanks so much for joining us. We'll do it again next week.
4: Hey, sounds good. Thanks so much for having me. Take care.
2: Thank you, Bill. Have a great one. Bill Bender with us from the Sporting News, talking college football, and at Jason's Deli this time of year for parties, get-togethers. Let them do all the work for your special event. Save all the time and trouble. Let them do the work locations at Park Place, Poplar and Highland, Cordova, and in Olive Branch, They've got breakfast packages, lunch packages, dinner time packages, sandwich boxes, the manager special. They've got it all. The breakfast packages, hot breakfast choices, the breakfast sandwich box, uh, ham and sausage, fresh cracked eggs, crispy bacon, whatever foods you want, they can, they can have it for you. And if you go to com, you can find out out even more about it. Whether you need to feed five or 5,000, the experienced team at Jason's Deli can and will deliver for you with all the locations that we love in Park Place, Olive Branch, Poplar and Highland, And Cordova, the commitment to variety, value, quality ingredients means you can feel great about choosing Jason's Deli Catering for all three meals. Whether it's dining in, to-go, or delivery, the soups, the salads, and every location, you know the salad bar is going to be there, and you can prepare it however you would like. Wholesome food forever, it's a family thing at Jason's Deli, and with the holiday season, it's here, and eating season is here, and let them take care of any event that, that you have complimentary free ice cream in all the locations at Ridgeway Road, Poplar Highland, Olive Branch, and Cordova. Plenty of organic food to choose from as well. And that great salad bar. Check them out online as well at jasonsdeli.com.
1: Well, let's go ahead and get to a break. When we come back, Lamar McCubbin from Sissy's Log Cabin, he is going to join us, tell us everything going on over at Sissy's Log Cabin. We'll do that next on Sports Time.
0: We are real sports talk. Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now back to sports time on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Lexus of Memphis. Here are your hosts, Brett Stats-Norsworthy and Bryant Dacus.
1: Welcome back into sports time. Bryant and Brett with you and joining us now, Lamar McCubbin from Sissy's Log Cabin. Lamar, thanks so much for joining us again. And it, it's getting to that time. A lot going on. Grizzlies basketball, Tigers basketball, uh, Tiger football, but also, uh, the holidays right around the corner. So I know a lot of people, uh, probably coming into Sissy's Log Cabin, getting ready for those Christmas presents, um, and things coming up. How are everything, how's everything going at Sissy's Log Cabin?
3: Man, everything has been great, guys. I tell you what, I mean, it has been an exciting season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, and by the way, you caught me at a bad time. I was on FanDuel after listening to, listen to your commercial there <laughs> for a minute. Give me a break. That's okay. <laughs> you, you got a good tip, Lamar. We need one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I listen to this show, so I mean, what, uh, uh, yes. Oh no! And so
2: I, 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 but, told, I told Bill Jones today. I said Lamar could host this show. <laughs>
3: Man, you, hey, listen, you're too kind, man. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an accidental um, actor, okay? Yeah. Good
2: <laughs> stuff. It. it was fun visiting with Bill. We're so excited about our, our partnership with y'all. I know y'all are so proud to be the official jeweler of the Memphis Grizzlies and the Memphis Tigers and and the floor seats. And we're going to start giving away some of those mm-hmm. for games coming up soon uh, yeah. a, a, and, and access to the Sissy's Log Cabin uh, cl-
3: Club that's right and the lounge there is fantastic i mean i'll tell you what you get to meet a lot of wonderful people there and i mean everybody just there having fun and having a great time and and you're right i'll tell you what you know jewelry and basketball go hand in hand and we we have a great collection of uh grizzlies jewelry wow. uh we're we're, we're going to work hopefully soon i'm, I'm going to try to work with the tigers to get some hmm. special stuff for them as well but uh we've enjoyed being a part of both of those uh both of those teams and I'll tell you what I was at the um, I was at the Mavs game the other night, and then last night I was at the uh, the game last night, it's and Miami. in the lounge. And I'm gonna tell you what, <laughs> yes, with Miami. And I'll tell you, man, had a great time with the people there, interacting with them. You know, How did I, I miss you, a- Lamar? <laughs> I, I, I went down to check things out. How did I miss you? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I was there you Fun know, night for, for, for you, but I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there Friday night too uh, for that game as well. And uh, but I'm gonna tell you, we got a lot of exciting things going on, at Sissy's Log Cabin. I mean, you know, look, we're we're getting ready to open that new store here in the next uh, three weeks, three four weeks here. So I mean, we're going from four thousand square feet to eighty five hundred square feet. Wow. We've got you know Rolex timepieces, we've got Cartier timepieces, we've got beautiful Lagos jewelry, Breitling uh, diamond engagement rings. We've got it all. And you can get it. You hear at Sissy's Log Cabin anytime you want to. You just got to stop by. And I
2: I know a, a lot of places. You know the year is is centered around the holidays. But mm-hmm. how, how very exciting for y'all to you know doubling the square footage and, and here at the holiday season. And then for y'all the holiday season, it spreads right through the season of love and Valentine's.
3: Yeah, every hey, look here. The way we look at it at Sissy's Log Cabin, every every month's a holiday. Sure. Yeah, it every is. month's a holiday, and you know people are celebrating anniversaries, they're celebrating birthdays, yeah. and and the thing that we we love the most about what we do, we don't want to just sell you an engagement ring, we want to sell you a ring for a lifetime, and we want to be we want to be your partner for life, just like the person you're going to spend that time with and marry. We're going to be that partner with you a long time, and hopefully the same thing with the Grizzlies and the Tigers. Hopefully we're the <laughs> same with them.
2: Yeah, that's right. And and recently at a game, someone on the Sissies having kissed Cam at a at a, at a game, uh, pr- proposed and, and and got the yes answer. <laughs>
3: yeah, Yes, they did. I want to tell you what, wasn't that exciting? Poor, poor guy. If he
2: a... gotten turned down, oh, what man. were we going to do for him? <laughs>
3: <laughs> We'd be there for him. Yeah. Hey, well, if not, that would be on Instagram <laughs> know, the yeah. next day. <laughs> it sure would be.
1: Yeah, it would be. Well, Lamar, uh, I know you talked about this last time you were on with us, but for anybody who missed, especially with the holiday seasons coming up, if they've got a special date coming up, talk about the Sissy's Promise and just kind of that, that customer service that y'all give to y'all's customers.
3: Well, the, the Sissy's Promise is something that we're adding to to all of our pieces o- over time here. It's a, great, it's a great promise, and just to ensure our customers – that they know that they're getting natural diamonds. Cause, you know, Sissy's Law Cabin doesn't sell lab, lab grown diamonds or anything like that. What mm-hmm. we do is sell natural diamonds that we're proud to put in a ring. We're proud for somebody to own. And you know what? When you look at that blue sapphire in the ring, you're just going to go, wow, you know what? I know where this came from. People will see it and they'll go, man, you know what? That's what I want. Yeah. And that's what, that's what makes that special. And, and you know what? We're going to, we're going to do that. And we're going to make that promise even if it didn't have it. But we're, we're now we're recognizing that you know what we want to make sure we can show everybody what what the sissy's promise is.
1: Absolutely. Well, Lamar, it's exciting times for sure for y'all for for people uh, looking for uh, for some new jewelry. It's a great time, Lamar. Thanks so much for joining us, and let's definitely do this again soon. We will.
3: No, let's do it again soon. And Brian, did you? Did... Didn't you? Weren't you looking for one? Maybe. We're
1: getting, maybe. We're getting close to that we time. We not put the pressure we're, on you, Lamar. Not uh, there you, yet. Didn't, you didn't think I was going to
3: let you off the hook, No, <laughs> no, it's okay. Hey, that's what I need.
1: I need you to continue to push that pressure on me, and then maybe well, I'll eventually do it, you know?
3: Look, after 35 years, man, you know, if you start listening right out of the gate, I'll promise you it's a lot.
1: You. <laughs> you got I it. believe it. I believe it. Lamar, thanks so much.
3: No, thank you, guys. Appreciate you, and uh, look forward to seeing you soon. We will. Thank
1: you, Lamar. Thanks, Lamar. Well, let's go ahead and get to a break, and in this hour, when we come back, we'll talk Tigers with Greg Gaston.